0: We all know who the real rap god is. Beef that Twitter.
1: Hey, stop, stop. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this new head on my shoulders and I'm looking for justice. So gladly seeking out bitches that decided to talk. Shoot you want coffee, well I got it and I ain't gonna stop. Until I drop or take that motherfucking place on top. Ain't giving it back when I take that place. As a matter of fact, let's come to the table and take that spot. On top of the list, quick call it statutory, right. You want some beef it a ring of four? Cause I'm never gonna pass the torch. to keep going with the foes, expose you hold it, show you more important. A little bit of with the mud, rock Shake his back his fucking <laughs> Gotta get that cheese, gotta get that bread Gotta get that dough, gotta get your head I no to up the best back They held me down. back from the dead <laughs>
0: Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. My name is Dave. Hey, Dave. Once again, this is a little bit early this time for the show.
2: Yeah, earlier than normal.
0: That is because I will be traveling for work. So I was like, hey, (sighs) we got to get this done. Give me some time to edit. Give me some time to go through things. And we'll just take it from there. And let's also switch things up a little bit. Instead of waiting till the end of the show... To talk about how people can listen to us. Why don't we do it right now?
2: Yep. Everyone can get in contact with us through Instagram, Facebook, all social medias, Twitter. I'm not on Twitter, but Ian's active on there. <laughs> Ian will have everything in the description of this episode. So be sure to check them all out and tell a friend. We're getting more uh, listener questions. So that's pretty fun.
0: More Keep hate those mail.
2: coming. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very true, man. Very true. And then also on a separate announcement, We have brand new Ian Hates Conversations coming. I'm hoping that by traveling for work, I won't be actually recording every single night, which is what I've been doing. So this should hopefully allow me to get some more stuff out. In fact, a brand new Ian Hates Conversations just went out today. And that is the one I did with returning friend of the show, Adam Clark of Rarity. I think it turned out great. You might actually have already listened to it by the time this comes out. That's entirely possible. Hopefully, I'll have other ones out at the same time as well. But at least for right now, that one is out there for everyone. So check that out for sure. Yeah, and I,
2: Ian doesn't leak them all to me. I only know of a couple. So don't come asking me <laughs> for the ones that are coming up.
0: It's true. I get super worried. It's like a superstition that I am yeah. <laughs> so extremely worried. And I have a very long story that's going to go with an interview that I did on Friday. And I'm going to tease that because it's probably a very interesting story for people.
2: Yeah. So if you had to pick your favorite Ian Hates conversations
0: for our listeners to go back to, what would you say it is? I can't do that, man. I you can't. can't do it. Nope. It's just like asking an artist what their favorite song is. I can't do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can share, though, if you want.
2: Ooh. I think ours actually will be brought up in album reviews today, maybe.
0: Ooh. Very nice. Okay. I think I have an idea of it. All right. Well, that's a good tease as well, because you know what? I think we're good with the intro. You know, no big thing about talking about our lives and stuff. Let's get to the music, you know? Let's get to it. So let's get started with Scene News. All right, Dave, it is Scene News time, and we're going to start off with Nick Hippa. I believe he was one of the original guitarists for As I Lay Dying. Apparently, he's been doing maybe one interview or something, but he's obviously done interviews in the past where he talks about Tim and everything that went down with him. Obviously, their band had to stop, and he went on to do Woven War. Yep. And apparently, when he was asked about the reuniting of As I Lay Dying, his answer wasn't as steadfast as it used to be, which is pretty much, fuck Tim. You know, he's a piece of shit and we're not going to do anything. And I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But this answer kind of seemed, eh, maybe it's open. Vague. Yeah. Yeah, pretty vague. And you know what? To me, that's fine. I think people know how I feel about Tim, you know, from listening to past episodes. I think he's a piece of shit. Yeah. You do want to be able to forgive people. And if the people that have been hurt by him have forgiven him, then that's awesome. I just have so much good music to listen to. That I don't have to listen to a band where the lead singer was hopped up on steroids for a long time, was a super dick, and tried to have his wife killed.
2: Yeah, I have plenty more music I can go through.
0: (laughs) Right. That's kind of the way I think of it. So if you were in love with the band and you're able to look past what Tim did, then that's completely fine. And look, maybe Nick knows there's a ton of fucking money on the table that he doesn't want to push away. And that's understandable, too.
2: Yeah, I I wouldn't even want to be associated with that guy, but that's just me.
0: <laughs> no, it's true, and you know we all we all make mistakes. It just depends on the level of mistakes yeah. that you've made. And technically, you know he's pretty much a murderer. He was just too stupid yeah. to get it done. Yeah. So pretty that's much. kind of the way I look at it.
2: Yeah, he's a stupid murderer. <laughs>
0: pretty much, we'll say allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I would expect more news on this probably in 2018.
2: Yeah, there'll be more coming. Hopefully nothing really big comes of that. I don't really want to see anyone give him any more money.
0: (laughs) I agree. No, no, I totally agree. I don't think he deserves it. Nick can go off and do whatever he wants. Woven Wars doing their thing completely fine. But yeah, I'm not going to support Tim. Not chance. Next up, in a quick one here, the supergroup Sect, S-E-C-T are going to be releasing a brand new album, I believe, in November. The band is made up of members of Cursed, Catharsis, Earth Crisis, and Fallout Out Boy. And I know the Fallout Out Boy <laughs> sounds, yeah, sounds really weird, but it is their drummer. It's not like Patrick Stump right. is joining a hardcore band. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see how it turns out. I mean, it's November, right? Yeah, we'll see what happens.
2: That would be a unique conversation to have with that drummer.
0: Well, you go from one band where you're not playing an instrument anymore to this band where you actually have to play (laughs) drums. So, hey, I mean, maybe he's doing what he loves, you know?
2: He's just dusting off the cobwebs, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, normally he has to push those buttons just to make electronic Uh noises. Yeah, his
2: fingers are getting sore.
0: (laughs) In a very nice story, actually, ex-Japan's Yoshiki... I think is how you say it, or Yoshikai, mm-hmm. something like that. I'll go with Yoshiki, it sounds cooler. No, I think Yoshikai sounds cooler. Yoshikai? Yeah, that sounds more anime-ish. <laughs>
3: well,
0: anyways. Reminds me of some character in Tech tag. What a reference.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Well, they have gone ahead and donated $100,000 to help hurricane victims here in the States.
2: Yeah, that's awesome to hear. He lives, he lives in the States, and he was... Um, mm-hmm. You look back on the 2011 hur- uh, hurricane or tsunami that hit Japan. So, tsunami, yeah, it's a good time to give back.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. It's really great. I don't really listen to X Japan, but it's no, just not either. necessarily our style. So,
2: yeah, a lot of money. So, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, that doesn't mean it's not awesome that they donated. I mean, come on, it's great. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, short story. So, now this is going to be kind of a callback. Yeah. Originally, Definitely. probably, what was it, like a month ago or so, we talked about how the there were like three microphones that were auctioned off by Steve Albini, or Steve Albini, however you want to say it. And these microphones were used by Kurt Cobain while recording in utero. Yeah, and I
2: tried to look up what they sold for. I could never find it.
0: I found it. Awesome. So, we had made some guesses, Dave, if uh-huh. you remember.
2: I do not remember my
3: guess.
0: Yeah, there was one <laughs> microphone... And then there were going to be two microphones and they were auctioned off separately. I think, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, that I guessed in the $100,000 range. I think you guessed in the $250,000 range. Yeah. Let's just say we were both wildly incorrect.
2: Oh, gosh. Which way were we wrong?
0: Way, way, way higher. No way. Way higher, yeah. So the one microphone went for basically twelve thousand dollars okay and then the two microphone set went for ninety three hundred dollars oh wow yeah we were way off now i'm not saying yep. i could have afforded these either i uh-huh. certainly couldn't have but i thought that people would want more of the music history that this went with than that
2: yeah um i shouldn't be on um what's that game called uh price is right yeah, Price is Right. Yeah, don't. I'm not going on that show.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure I did tell you that since I made my hundred thousand dollar guess, you should have said one dollar. I should have. Rookie mistake. Next time this comes up, we'll be fine.
3: <laughs>
0: but the reason why we're not only following up on that story, but we've got another one, more Kurt Cobain merchandise or memorabilia, however you want to say it, is being yeah. auctioned off.
2: His blockbuster card. <laughs> yeah, this is
0: a ton of stuff. I don't know how I really feel about this. I guess it doesn't matter. I I don't have any of what you would call, I know it's going to sound weird, respect for the dead. I don't okay. really care. Like if it's someone, mm-hmm. I don't think that items are cursed. I don't think that, you know, speaking ill of the dead is a bad thing. I know people probably uh-huh. would get mad at me for saying things like that. I was a huge Kurt Cobain fan. So I like reading his poetry. I like reading books on him. I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I wasn't, you know, I own the journal, but I actually didn't read it because I thought that was almost stepping over a line, even though I don't necessarily have any respect in that way. I was like, this was something he probably didn't want people to read. Yeah. So maybe that is showing respect. I don't know. Maybe I'm saying (laughs) the wrong thing. I just don't really care about that stuff normally. This just seems really weird that they're just going through his garage, basically, and saying like, here's a bunch of shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A blockbuster card, like I said.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, what I will say, and I was looking through the things, so I was like, hey, can I afford anything? And there was stuff that I wouldn't even, it shouldn't even matter. It's like a doodle that Uh Kurt did, and it's going for like 200, 300 bucks. I think the big thing that's being auctioned off here is the actual Moonman that In Utero won from the MTV Video Music Awards. Yeah. And right now, the current bid for that is $32,000. Oh, wow. So that's even going for more than the microphones. Are going yeah. For. <laughs> What's the, can you
2: see what like the smallest bid is on whatever item it is?
0: Right now, I'm looking at probably $75. Okay. But what it's for something it? that's shitty. Oh, okay. But there's still like 19 days on all these. So if anyone wants to go check it out, you can look up the store, you can find the link, see if you want to, you know, bid on anything. I mean, hey, look, if there are any really generous people out there that want to give a gift to Ian Hates Music, I would love that Moon Man. Yep. (laughs) Just throwing it out there. All right. So now I'm not sure how you're going to handle this, Dave, and I have not watched it yet. So I think it's something (laughs) we should do. I honestly do. I think we should do it. The Of Mice and Men short film called Unbreakable is now out on YouTube. So anyone can look it up. Anyone can watch it. It's like 26 minutes long. So, I have not watched it. I haven't watched it yet either. (laughs) Yeah, you haven't watched it. It wasn't really high on my priority list. (laughs) So, we'll let everyone know about it. Maybe other people can watch it. And then we'll go ahead and we'll do like a little review probably next week, right?
2: Okay.
0: I think that's fine. I'll I'll
2: try to get through it.
0: Well, look, this is after Cold World. Yeah. So, it's not like they're talking about that shit, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, we'll take it from there when we have to. Definitely. All right, so here's some anti-breaking news because if people remember last week's show, we interrupted the show with a breaking news story, which is an announcement on Twitter saying that Drugs, the super group, was getting back together. Now, we did speculate that we weren't really sure if this was real or not, but it was breaking news, so we let everyone know because obviously we would be excited if that were true. But based on this news story where some of the members were actually talked to, Matt Good didn't post anything. He's the one I normally trust with this kind of stuff. But yeah, it looks like this probably isn't real.
2: Yeah, and that's very, very unfortunate.
0: Well, I don't think Matt has the time to do it.
2: Yeah, seems like a pretty busy guy.
0: So who did they end up talking to? It was Nick Martin Um, and Craig Owens, right? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? Maybe this is all just a scheme. But normally when you do something like that, You want to work with the publicity. But for me, really, you know, I I want From First to Last. That's what I want. That's it, huh? I would sacrifice this reunion for more From First to Last music.
2: That's that's a tough one for me. I can't decide. If I had to reunite one group, I'm not sure who it would be yet.
0: (laughs) So you're going to put up all of the amazing music that From First to Last is done compared to the one album that Drugs has done. And you're still weighing that? That's the
2: thing. That's the thing. I mean, if I included different bands as well, and if I had to reunite someone, I would say. Um, it sounds like a great ask,
0: question for someone to ask yes, us.
2: Yeah, someone <laughs> ask it. I, want, uh, yeah, I won't even give the answer. Someone, someone That's right. ask it.
0: <laughs> That's the way we're going to do our show now, is we just yep. want to run off a of hate mail. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we've got a Twitter beef. Yeah. Slow news day, apparently. But yes, Ronnie Radke... And I guess a rapper named Vince Staples. Now, I only know he's a rapper because in the article it says rapper Vince Staples.
2: Yeah, um, I had no idea. I had to look all this up myself. (laughs) No,
0: of course. But I guess when Eminem did that freestyle rap thing that he did on BET about Donald Trump, the guy Vince Staples wrote a tweet saying basically it sucked, I guess. Yeah. And then for some reason, Ronnie must have been bored as fuck, I guess, and wrote to Vince saying, well, you're incorrect. Cause he, and obviously, he did not say it the way I'm saying it. It's <laughs> <No>. like, basically, <laughs> you were incorrect and I don't know who you are. And then they both went back and forth with Vince Staples making a lot of scene jokes at Ronnie's uh-huh. expense. make makeup, r- yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Ronnie not really going for the jugular the way he probably should have. And I was surprised by that. I was too, but I I don't think Ronnie wants to be called a racist. So I think he really, really held back.
2: Yeah. He turned it around there for a minute. Asked him if he hated white people. That I was waiting for an explosion to happen on Twitter after that one.
0: Yeah, it's still probably going on. Yeah. I would imagine. But
2: <laughs> if I had a Twitter, I'd be checking.
0: <laughs> I think the one kind of mic drop line was at the end, at least from what I've seen anyways, which was Vince Staples saying, let's go back. Ronnie says, "All good man, I don't hate you." And Vince Staple said, "It's fine. Just close your eyes and pretend I'm a woman. Maybe you'll swing." Yeah. And I was like, "Holy was, fuck. like <laughs> that was actually a good line <laughs> though I thought that Ronnie was acquitted of that stuff, but I could be incorrect.
2: yeah, i I thought that that was was that the last tweet right there? That I saw that, anyways,
0: t- yeah. okay. But I mean, look. Ronnie doesn't have an issue with speaking his mind, that's for sure. Huh. It seems like a weird, like, I don't know why he would want to defend Eminem. Yeah. But look, if Ronnie wants to defend every person who's against Eminem, I'll say right now, I was certainly not impressed with that freestyle rap he did. Yeah, I wasn't either at all. Now, I'm not saying that I can freestyle rap, no. but I'm also not saying I can't freestyle rap.
2: A lot of people, I read that in a lot of the comments, people, well, could you do better type of thing? And I I hate that argument so much because that's Eminem's career. Okay. Right. If someone asks you something with podcasting or whatever your profession is outside of (laughs) podcasting, then then maybe we can have a discussion, but he makes his living off of rapping. So I can criticize what he is, how he raps.
0: And look, I like a lot of old Eminem stuff. But when I watched that freestyle rap thing, first of all, I didn't know you were supposed to take so many pauses while you freestyle rap. I didn't know that was a thing, but maybe it is. I don't watch <laughs> BET. Yeah. I just don't even know there are any good shows on BET. I didn't know there was a freestyle rap <laughs> show. So sorry, didn't know that. But then also, <laughs> he's saying all the things that everyone has ever said about Trump. So it wasn't a mic drop moment at all. Calling Trump a bitch is not so amazing that Ellen should have to tweet about how she now loves Eminem. It seems very strange. It's weird that when Eminem used to make fun of Bush and the FCC and how how the Bush administration didn't know how to do their jobs, everyone was like, oh, no, can he actually say that? Why is he doing that? Like, I don't know. I got to distance myself from him. Yeah. And Bush was one of the worst presidents of all time. And things that happened with the FCC are still plaguing us to this day. So I liked when he was original back then. This is the exact same thing that every single person has ever said about Trump. He just kind of rhymed it from time to time.
2: Kind
3: of, yeah. After
0: taking pauses. I don't know. I got douche chills. (laughs) So I don't know. You know, good for the Staples guy. I don't know. I know three rappers. Three, huh? Eminem, Whitney Payton, and Jimmy from Degrassi. Okay. So now I can add a fourth maybe, but I'm still not going to yeah, look I mean, up what he does because I don't give a shit whatsoever. <laughs> but we'll see if their quote-unquote Twitter beef continues. And I hate the thing Twitter beef as well, but I guess what are you supposed to say? Twitter childish argument? I don't, I don't like it either. <laughs> it'll just keep, I
3: bet
2: it'll keep going.
0: <laughs> so another quick one here. Oh Weatherly, the band from Dallas, Texas has signed with Hopeless Records. I saw them live when I was down for the So What Fest with Jackson, and they were really good. I guess they've had a pretty good following in Dallas for a while. They kind of sound a little bit like Mayday Parade.
2: Yeah, I thought they were Mayday Parade for a while.
0: <laughs> I'm not surprised. But I am looking forward to seeing what they do because I do think they're talented. So good for them. Yeah.
2: That's a good sign too with Hopeless.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Next up, We've got Jared Alonji. He is now quitting YouTube. And that is actually big scene news, if you think about it.
2: Yeah, it is. I didn't expect it, I should say.
0: Well, apparently, and I've been following this a little bit as well, because I've been trying to decide whether I want to start putting time into putting more things on YouTube, which we've talked about. And unfortunately, the people that listen to the show don't subscribe as much to YouTube. So I'm like, ah, eh, I'm still not sure if I want to do this. If more people subscribe, that's fine. But YouTube has been going through a lot of changes where they're demonetizing a lot of the very, very popular videos. So it turns out that Jared Alonji's videos are also going through that and they're not anything bad with them. It's the ones where it's like how you pronounce band names and misheard lyrics and all that shit. Like it's Uh not bad. So it's smart of him to get out of there because why would you put so much effort into putting out these great videos when you're not getting anything for them. And for him, he's making his entire living off of doing his social or scene satire, whatever you want to call it.
2: Yeah. Um, what I'm afraid of is, you know, that's how I discovered him years ago. Right. So uh, I hope that doesn't hurt him down the road, acquiring new listeners. His website's set up very, very, very conveniently. Yes. So So yeah. easy to go to that.
0: You can follow everything Jared Alonji by following like a link on his Facebook and stuff. And that's the other thing too, man. Facebook is the big thing. Right now, that is the big thing. So you need to prioritize that stuff and make sure people can get to your things where you're going to get money for them. YouTube now is not for the users. It's for big corporations. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. So I applaud him for, you know, using his time wisely and getting out of a sinking ship. Maybe things will change down the line, but really YouTube isn't going to change because we say anything.
2: Yeah. So everyone needs to really go just check out his website. And yeah, like you said, the Facebook thing, just by liking his page or whatever he has, you'll be updated with everything.
0: He's just a funny motherfucker. And then also (laughs) he's extremely talented music wise too. Like I don't know what date it's going to be coming, but the new crazy 88 volume cover is coming Mm -hmm. out soon as well. So, once again, that's Lauren Babbick, Friend of the Show, Red-Handed Denial, and then also Crazy 88. I can't wait for that.
2: Yeah, and that, that previous release was really, really good. Oh, so yeah. I expect the next to even be better.
0: I do as well. And now, a quick announcement. I'm sure people in the scene already know this, but American Satan opened up last week. I would like to see it. It's just in no theaters around me, and I'm actually, I'm actually surprised they didn't release this video on demand.
2: Yeah, I'd probably be more interested if I could just go upstairs and watch it right now on my TV, but I'm probably not going to go to the theaters to watch this, so I'll get around to it when it comes to me.
0: If it's even in a theater near you. They
2: have one in Columbus.
0: Do they really? Wow. Yeah. None in Boston. That's still an hour drive for me. Well, but... right. That's true. And I don't think, you know, I don't think the movie is worth an hour drive. No, no. But when it does come out, I will probably do an Ian Hates Movies on it.
2: All right. That'll be that'll be interesting. <laughs>
0: I won't be able to help myself. (laughs) All right, man. So that is scene news. Are you ready for some new songs?
2: I'm ready for them.
0: Let's do it. New song time. We start with Lionheart. Still better, still cold. Welcome to the West Coast 2. Comes out November 10th on Fast Break Records. Let's take a listen. Next we have of of Synapses firing with Beautiful, the upcoming EP, I've Grown Cold, comes out November 3rd. Let's take a listen. Now we've got War of Ages, Cutthroat. The upcoming album Alpha comes out December 8th on Face Down Records. Let's take a listen. Next we have My Enemies and I, Perfect, the upcoming album The Beast Inside, comes out November 3rd on Fearless Records. Let's take a listen. Next, we have Sharp Tooth with Fuck You, Donald Trump. Whoa, language, am I right? Badum-tsh. The new album, Clever Girl, comes out October 27th on Pure Noise Records. Let's take a listen. Now we've got Big Dumb Face, He Rides the Skies. The upcoming album, Where Is Duke Lion?" He's Dead. Comes out October 31st on Edison Sound. Let's take a listen. Next up, we have Northlane with an anthem for the year 2000 Silverchair cover. The upcoming compilation album Spawn, parentheses, again, a tribute to Silverchair, comes out November 17th on Unified Records. Let's take a listen. Next we have Like Moss the Flames, Empty the Same. The album Dark Divine comes out November 3rd on Rise Records. Let's take a listen. Next up, we've got Oath to Order with White Widow. The new album, Gathering of the Unshallowed, comes out on November 10 through Manifest Records. Let's take a listen. And now we've got All Pigs Must Die, the title track off of Hostage Animal, which comes out October 27th on Southern Lord Records. Let's take a listen. All right, man. A little bit less on the new songs this week, but what were your first impressions?
2: Maybe my favorite single from like, like Monster Flames so far, which all three have been solid, but that one yeah. might be my favorite.
0: No, I am really looking forward to this album.
2: Yeah, that's November 3rd, I want to say. So that'll be a good release week and a good uh, album review, I'd imagine.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Anything else that you enjoyed?
2: How about My Enemies and I? How did you feel about that one?
0: Well, <laughs> thank you for asking that was a huge step up from riot i will say that but they are (laughs) really really saying fuck anything else we're going to be a new metal band they're not even trying for anything else anymore and my worry for them is these lyrics are very pedestrian
2: yeah i i I agree with you on it's better than riot could ever be almost Um,
0: anything is better than Riot. yes piss poor song
2: but um their their release, their EP. It was an EP. It wasn't a full length, right? Right, right. That is one of the best EPs I've ever listened to. so Wow. this is not what I want it to be.
0: Right. No, I really like that EP too. I thought they did a great job live the few times I saw them, except at So What Fest. I don't think that band is made for outdoor viewing. I just don't think it works. Also, (laughs) Riot was a terrible song that they played live. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) But... This track is better, but if this is the direction that they're going, I'm not sure they're going to keep our attention.
2: Yeah, they're losing me. Any other favorites?
0: I really like what Lionheart has been doing.
2: Okay, yeah, that was a good one.
0: Yeah, that's their second track, I think. And I've thoroughly enjoyed both those tracks, so I enjoyed that for sure. I also wanted to say something about Oath to Order, and that's a tough one to say. Oath to (laughs) Order. I really enjoyed that very much. I listened
2: to him a while back because we brought him up on the show,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but um I like that one a lot, and I'm kind of confused by this whole North Lane thing
0: well, there's a compilation album coming okay. out for Silver Chair, okay. so they're just one of the tracks on that compilation. I enjoyed it, yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad, like I like Silver Chair. What I'm waiting for is I'm waiting for Anna's song, okay. I want to hear who does what with that the The worry I have though is Silver Chair is already a rock band, so you're remaking rock music into more rock music. Yeah. So that's... I'm not sure how those covers are really going to go. But I am a mark for covers, so I understand.
2: Yeah, I w- that's why I was so confused by it, really. I, maybe I just don't, I'm missing the point, I should say.
0: Eh, bands want to celebrate a band they love, maybe. We'll see. I'm sure that will be out soon enough. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Anna's song. That's for sure. But, you know, I was pretty good with everything else.
2: Yeah, nothing to really complain about.
0: Yeah, there was one there. But I'm not going to do it. (laughs) We'll let people guess. Okay. So Dave, I know we are done with new songs for today, but I want people to stay tuned to the end of the show. Well, I want people to stay tuned to the end of the show all the time. But I also want them to do it for a special thing that we're going to be doing. Soft spoken has a brand new track coming out on November 3rd. It's called Begin Again, and they have sent the track over, so I am going to play a little bit of that at the end of the show so that people know hey this is something to look forward to
2: yeah you want to leave them with a positive note
0: exactly yeah because they're gonna hate the rest of the show but then when they hear (laughs) that it's gonna be like yeah fuck yeah so yes (laughs) let's do that at the end of the show dave all right But yeah man that is the end of new songs for today another good set so now let's go on to our favorite part of the show All right, all right, all right. It is time for our favorite part of the show. I'm really excited, actually, to be talking about this week. (laughs) This is a really good week. We eliminated some, so we're not even going to mention who they were. We're just going to go right into new music, and we're going to start with Stick to Your Guns, True View on Pure Noise Records. This is a hardcore band with tinges of post-hardcore, metalcore, and alternative rock. Number six full-length album. And really, what I thought was funny about this album, it's probably the only thing that I thought was funny. The starting intro was very similar Mm -hmm. to something like a mom would say.
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) So I thought that was
0: pretty interesting. But man.
3: It made me
2: check my phone to make sure it was playing.
0: (laughs) To double check and make sure.
2: Yeah, I'm like, what is this?
0: I thought this album was fucking great.
2: Yeah, nothing. I I didn't expect to enjoy this album, I guess. I think this one was one of my lower tier albums of this week. Um, but I was surprised. I didn't expect to like it
0: at all. <laughs> Why didn't you expect to like it?
2: I listened to a couple of their previous albums. They've been around a while, like you said. And usually you can like get tinges of like an older sound to them. I don't know, it's the vocals. But this one really, I think, could bring in more fans than their previous work. I guess that's possible. Brought me in, so.
0: I've been a fan for a while, but I think this is one of their best I mean, I really like, you know, they have certain lines that really stick out. I really liked, now I must live with the hurt. And I believe they're actually doing Mm -hmm. merch for that now, which is pretty smart. I don't know. This really hits you hard with self-examination, with, you know, decisions you make, the consequences, what you believe, really everything has to do with you as a person. Yeah. And it's heavy. It's it's catchy. It's pretty deep. Yeah, it is. It is actually... I went line through line for this whole album and really Mm -hmm. enjoyed myself. But yeah, man, it's thoughtful. It gives you introspection and breakdowns all in one place.
2: Yeah, it had a good variety of different songs.
0: Yeah, and with all those mixes of genres, it really plays well. Even when a song is like two minutes long, it still Mm -hmm. has a point and it has a message. And I think that's something that hardcore songs often miss out on. This is not that band, though. They really hit you with the message. And it's an important one.
2: Yeah. Every song really was, had some type of deep meaning behind it.
0: Yeah. And I like that. I really do.
2: Yeah. It just shows that they're like putting a lot of effort into it, I guess. So I can respect that.
0: And I think something like this hits harder than something like Stray From The Path. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Because this is political. Uh Uh-huh. And this is showing introspection, I think is a word. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. People can correct me if they want. But it's really making you look inside yourself to the choices that you make. And I just think they do it in such a better way, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, it feels less, I don't know, it's still their opinion, but it feels less like opinionated, like
0: a Straight From The Path album would be. So why don't we take a listen to The Better Days Before Me? Once again, that stick to your guns, true view on Pure Noise Records. Next up, My Children, My Bride, Vicious World on E1 slash Good Fight Music. This is a tough genre one, but yeah, it I, is. <laughs> I would say metal, hardcore, metalcore, electronic core, and ETM.
2: Yeah, definitely. It's all over the place.
0: And one of the behind the scenes things, Travis Richter, uh, from First to Last, produced the album, and I think he did a great job.
2: Yeah. What was your take on the album in general then? Did you appreciate this one? I liked
0: a lot of parts of this album. I didn't love it, though. I liked a lot of parts. You know, they're a Christian band. They used to be on Solid State. You know, now they're on E1. It didn't really sound like they made a huge change from when they were with Solid State, so maybe this got a Mm -hmm. better deal. You know, that's why they went over.
2: I'm thrown back by the the
0: Christian band thing right now, really, because the album artwork just looks so dark. <laughs> yes, it's a very creepy album. Yes. It really is. But the stuff that they're singing about, I mean, it is creepy, but then it has the Christian vibe to it.
2: Yeah. And the album, the, I mean, the song titles are a mess.
0: Yes, they really are. That is very true. <laughs> and yeah, man, I mean, look, this is their first album in five years. It's their fourth album overall. They've had a lot of member changes. There're basically two core members left. So they kind of do whatever they want to do. I liked it, but you notice certain things. Like they're definitely trying to be a little Marilyn Manson-esque.
2: Yeah. It has like a dark like I don't know if I want to say black metal, but a different like a goth vibe to it.
0: There's definitely a goth vibe to it because there's a lot of unclean vocals over clean vocals, but it's done in a way that makes the clean vocals almost like They're chanting along with the unclean vocals. It's done very strangely. Like the vocals are probably the biggest issue with this album because they don't seem to fit in different areas. And I know that's hard to explain, but when you listen to it, you're like, wow, why did they decide to do that?
2: Yeah, I wanna know why they decided to name track eight, whatever it is. Is it, are there capital letters like abbreviations or is it, is this really supposed to be a word?
0: Sis vidivis. (laughs) (laughs) no i think wouldn't that be a date i don't know i yeah i don't know i don't know yes they went there are three acts Uh uh-huh but they're not in i don't know it's a very strange thing that they did that's for sure it's a very weird creepy album i mean that's you know even from the artwork it's a weird creepy album and there's some filler you know that's whatever i thought act four the laughing coffin and kevlar were very yeah. weird. They were very strange tracks. There was almost like unclean rapping.
2: Yeah, Act Four, The Laughing Coffin, was my standout.
0: Um, that you enjoyed. And what, would an, what, would, what was that? That you enjoyed.
2: Yeah, that was. Oh it. wow! <laughs> and what would an album review week be without me making fun of a previous release? Um, oh. Track three was called Thorns, so that already put me in a pretty bad mood and gave me a vibe of being as an ocean again.
0: Oh, look at you. Uh-huh.
2: Couldn't help myself.
0: Yes. For anyone who's not a return listener, Dave hates being as an ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean hates. I... Like really hates, not that hate is in love.
2: No. <laughs> no, I, I strongly dislike being as an ocean.
0: Right. But look, for My Children, My Bride, I thought this was very interesting and I think it keeps your attention and there are definitely standouts in this album. I just think it was kind of weird. Some of their decision-making processes, I guess.
3: Yeah.
2: I guess I'll give them album album cover art of the week. That'll be my new thing. I'll give that award to them because that's, okay. that's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> that's fine. I'm going to give it to a later band.
2: <laughs> I know which one.
0: <laughs> so let's go ahead and give people a taste of this with act, Three, wither. So once again, that's My Children, My Bride, Vicious World on E1 slash Good Fight Music. Next up is Canookle Pook with Shapeshifter on Rise Records. This is a pop punk band. It's their sophomore album, the follow up to Copacetic. You know, they have a small intro track, which actually wasn't the worst intro track I've ever heard. Yep. And really, there's some really nice, aggressive pop punk tracks here.
2: Yeah, I, it was a step up from Copacetic in my mind. I will say it blended a little bit for me, but there were some standouts.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you that, in my opinion, I think it's better than Copacetic, for sure. I guess I can hear some blending from time to time. But in general, I like this type of aggressive pop punk. For me, on that pop punk scale, it really skews more on the punk side, which I like. Uh And then the next album we're going to talk about really skews on the very pop side pop pop Yeah.
2: It was definitely more aggressive like they have been in the past. Not as much on Copacetic, but their EPs before that, they were definitely it had it sounded more like their previous work that got them to where they are. They have lyrics that are usually, I don't know, kind of vague but meaningful lyrics, I would say, they're very loud. Um, sure. It's kind of hard to follow the storyline in some of them, but only thing that worries me is their top 3 tracks still in Apple Music were all the singles. That's usually a bad sign too.
0: I thought they were getting some pretty positive reviews, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I like this. I should start talking more about it. Because even though I say their name wrong, which is still an ode to Jared Alonji, Uh I do think that they're a good band. I saw them live when they were doing copacetic stuff, and I thought they were good live. I would only imagine that they would get better with this as well. So for a sophomore album, I think this is really good. I mean, they've got got parts of emo and post-hardcore, which I enjoy as well in my pop punk, so... To me, they didn't do anything wrong. I really enjoyed this.
2: Yeah, they, um, they're they on tour right now as well. So I think they'll be in Columbus pretty soon or with well, this winter for sure. So Are they with movements as well? Uh, yeah, I think it's movements because yeah. I, I know I wasn't going to say grayscale, but grayscale just no. uh, got on tour with Trophy Eyes. Right,
0: right. Yeah, I might go to the show when it comes around. I was on the fence about it because I Uh really didn't care as much, but with what movements are doing, and now with this new album, I might go to that show as well.
2: We'll see what I'm doing.
0: (laughs) Oh, super busy, Dave.
2: Yep, super busy. (laughs) I I did buy some uh, tickets to a different show we'll get to later, maybe at the end of the show.
0: Okay. Another tease. Look at this. You're learning the Uh chops, man. Well done. (laughs) Well, let's go ahead and take a listen to Everyone Lies to Me. You know what because i enjoyed this album for this one time i am going to say their name correctly so once again <laughs> that's knuckle puck with shapeshifter on rise records seriously the first time i've ever said that <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna have some fun now the next one up is rome great heights and nosedives on hopeless records this is a pop punk band from the uk This is another sophomore album. This time, it's following Backbone from 2016. I believe if I'm not mistaken. Dave, I am going to let you take this one away for right now.
3: Okay.
2: You said this was Rome, but what he really meant was this is Seaway Vacation. Oh, man. Deluxe edition. I say deluxe. Oh, man. Deluxe because it's slightly better. I I could have said (laughs) B-sides, but I said deluxe. It was this poppy, sissy what uh, <laughs> uh I've had like a pansy listening to it. I didn't like it at all. it was blended it was I found a couple of standout tracks meaning that I could stomach them I, I like them oh,
0: yeah yeah
2: it <laughs> it sounded identical to their previous release to me that I wanted to like and this one I wanted to like I haven't enjoyed a couple of the uh, singles so
0: wow this one let me down. All right. Well, first of all, calling this <laughs> still, still laughing, calling this Seaway was such a punch in the fucking dick. <laughs> like, how terrible did you really think this album is? Because that Seaway album is fucking terrible. I did not have a problem with this album, <laughs> so
2: I don't. Know. I don't know what it was. Um... I'll I'll even go back to it it and give you another review next week. Well, I don't want to hurt you. Uh,
0: Apparently, that would physically harm you to have you listen to Rome again. Look, for me, the way I listened to this, I thought this was fun. I thought it was catchy. The only difference I noticed from their previous record was that they took any aggressiveness out of the vocals. Yeah. That's what I noticed. That was the only standout thing. And then this was the album that I mentioned before that has more on the poppy side of pop punk with basically none of the punk. Uh-huh. You know, besides their guitar work and everything. But in general, this is a very catchy pop punk album. So for me, like it's fun where you're just gonna dance when you hear this. Like I didn't <laughs> I didn't feel like a pansy listening to it. I did. I don't, I don't know. I thought it was fine. I really liked the line from Scatterbrained don't look uh-huh. left when everything is right. Uh-huh. I thought that was a nice play on words. I don't know. I just didn't. I did not hate this album. I don't know if I would say it's the greatest pop punk album I've ever heard. It's certainly not. But as a oh, sophomore oh, follow up,
2: my greatest pop punk album turned a year old today. So maybe you should dive back into last year at this time and see which one I'm talking about.
0: Is it Broadside? Nope interesting the greatest pop punk album you've ever my, heard my
2: my favorite pop punk album and seen life no you, I, i'd imagine it was on the show
0: too was it trophy eyes no but that is a damn good pop punk album shit um <laughs> well now i i need to know now like they don't normally keep track of anniversaries of a year they normally keep track of <laughs> 10-year anniversaries
2: i only know that because i just i saw it on my instagram today but the band in her own words
0: Oh yes, that is a great album I do not deny that whatsoever
2: (laughs) Incredible live too
0: Yes, I have seen them live as well, I agree Yeah. But even then, I would put them in aggressive pop punk slash post-hardcore You know what I mean? I'd also put them in that post-hardcore category almost
2: Mm -hmm. Their old stuff was post-hardcore, which is pretty tricky to go back and listen to
0: But that's interesting because that's also a masterpiece for Jackson, I believe Really? Yeah, he loves, in her own words
2: Yeah, I love that band. I did some artwork for them a while back and
0: got it all signed when we were in Columbus. Oh, very cool. All right, well, now going back to Rome, though.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's not my least favorite of this year. Well, sure. But this week, it is my least favorite. Interesting.
0: Okay. Well, I wouldn't... I mean, I guess I would choose the other albums over this one as well, but I didn't think that this was bad. I thought if you like poppy, poppy, pop-punk that didn't Mm -hmm. storytell the way that Seaway did and didn't have a early 90s feel to it. Like I still felt like this was a 2016-2017 pop-punk album.
2: I'll listen to it one more time for
3: you.
0: (laughs) Well, let's let the audience listen a little bit, and let's play a bit of Scatterbrained. Yeah, probably the biggest thing I'd say for that album is though is that even though I don't think it's bad, it's a very safe album. Yeah. If that makes sense. There was no stepping out of their comfort zone. There was no like, hey, let's try something different. It was very safe.
2: Yeah, they didn't they didn't go out of the way at all.
0: So once again, that's Rome, great heights and nosedives on Hopeless Records. And last up, friend of the show, Bill Murray with Banana. This is a Johnny Frank production. It has always been very difficult to limit Bill Murray to one genre. So I'm not even going to try except to say rock in general.
2: Yeah, be very vague. Yes. Very,
0: very vague on that one, that's for sure. For anyone that doesn't know, Johnny Frank is a two-time friend of the show. This is one of his bands called Bill Murray, not spelled the same, But what I thought was kind of funny was they did have a clip of Bill Murray in this album. Yeah. (laughs) This is eight tracks with one kind of a filler, Mm -hmm. but the song had a statement, so maybe not exactly. But Johnny likes to put out these albums, probably averaging one every six months or so, Mm -hmm. I would say, somewhere around there. close to it. But the best thing I can say for this, besides all the other things I'm going to say in a little bit, are that... (laughs) it's never forced no. every album is good and this is fucking great so that's the other thing he keeps on somehow making great music time after time,
2: time yeah after this was time. my favorite release of the week
0: i totally agree i absolutely agree
2: i actually found it hard to find the to like pick out the song titles to this because i just had it on repeat on my phone and put my phone in my pocket
0: right so i agree and they don't
2: he doesn't say the song titles that much in the songs either
0: no, he's not really big on that. Normally, his, normally the tracks are one word.
2: Yeah, I would, I wouldn't say even blended either. It just no,
0: it's too weird. It to like blend. there's
2: one song I like. <laughs> yeah, there's one song. It said Novacane a lot, and I'm like, oh, I love that song. It's probably called Novacane. So when I went back to my phone to find it to replay it, I'm like, I have no idea what song that was.
0: Because that's the same thing for me. Is I don't look at the track names. It's Wave
2: or Cold. It's near the beginning of the album, but...
0: It might be Wave, because Wave was a okay. single. Yeah, I think it was.
2: Okay. Yeah, but this is my favorite Bill Murray release, period. Oh,
0: really? It's very yeah. hard for me, because sometimes I also put on just... I go through the entire discography as well. Uh-huh. So it's hard for me to tell what's on what. But I love this. I absolutely did. I thought this might have been his most personal album. Yeah. It seemed like the things he was dealing with in this one were a lot more, like, right to the bone.
2: Yeah, and if you follow him on social media, you would definitely see that as well.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing, too, I wanted to mention. I think I mentioned this before. The marketing for this album, in my opinion, was fucking great.
2: Yeah, he did a really good job.
0: Yeah, it was, like, all of this weird, goofy, like, mix of the 80s and 90s. Like, most of it didn't make any sense whatsoever. And he's there with, like, sunglasses on and Saved by the Bell colors and, you know, just mm-hmm. pointing off to different shit. It was... Very interesting and creative.
2: Yeah, he's an inter—he's an interesting person in general.
0: Oh, for sure. Well, I think I've mentioned it. I mean, Gianni's been on the show twice now. And on both of those, most of the time, we just shot the shit. You know, we talked music, but a lot of it was just talking about everything else going on in life.
2: Yeah, it, he's really easy to pick up a conversation with. Like, I listened to those episodes as well. And it, it definitely sounded like you just talked forever with that type of, that type of person.
0: Oh, yeah. No, we have a very good rapport when it comes to this stuff. And it'll just be a matter of time before I have him on the show again.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
0: But yeah, I just, I don't know. I was blown away by this. I thought it was just really, I don't know. I connected with it. And maybe that had something to do with it. But he should be extremely proud Yeah, that he's consistently able to put out great albums. It's tough to do.
2: Yeah, I'd be willing to bet this is probably his most successful album as well. That'd be something pretty cool to find out
0: if, when you do another interview with him. I would certainly hope so. Mm-hmm. I really would. But it's hard to catch on sometimes. And he keeps on putting out this steady stream of music. So I think it would do well for him. But this is just yeah. a great album. Like, I just wish people would take a chance and listen to this kind of thing because he's doing his own thing. He's, it's Johnny Frank Productions. He's not shopping yeah. this around to other labels. So when he works with Jared Alonji and all these other bands, he's making great music with them as well. But then he's also doing his own thing.
2: Yeah. Definitely go check this one out. A lot of people, like you said, haven't taken the time to listen to this yet but it is growing i'm noticing how many shares and everything he's getting so for sure it's growing
0: yeah let's continue it and let's give everyone a taste with feel
1: Stay alive You know it just feels real, real time. I don't know what you believe anymore
0: So once again, that's Bill Murray with Banana on Johnny Frank Productions. Damn, man, this feels like such a quick episode because we didn't have 12 yeah. albums to do.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that was the shortest one so far
0: for me. So weird. It's so extremely weird. But hey, uh-huh. I'm okay not having huge mungus editing sessions. So this is fine for me. Yeah. But let's talk about brand new albums for October 20th. We've got Veil vale of Maya. Trivium, I the Mighty, Movements, We Came as Romans, and Guar.
2: Four of those I'm very excited to hear.
0: That's a stacked lineup, man. That really is. But I will tell people, out of all those albums, I have heard the entire Guar album. Yeah. It might be one of their best. And they have probably their best song they've ever made on that album. So I'm just going to let everyone know, as soon as that comes out and you pick it up, Listen to Phantom Limb. Okay. So fucking good. We'll obviously get to that. And I'm sure, you know, people have differing opinions on Guar, for instance. Yeah. I'm a fan. So I know Uh Jackson wasn't a fan. I know there are other people that don't necessarily like them. But I'm telling you, this album is really good.
2: I have yet to really listen to Guar.
0: So this will be your chance. Undecided. Yep. All right, man. I think we are all set with album reviews. So now, guess what? It's time for some fucking hate mail.
2: Here it comes.
1: Do you think we're going to kick your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take yourself, right? want to be right be a self-righteous poster, be writer, candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass, damn it. Shove it up your ass! So we'll do that, Einstein!
0: Bam! It is hate mail time, and we have a brand new question from Chris Chris asked for each of us to name two bands that are very popular in the scene. So not someone that just came out with like one album. Bands that have really caught on in the scene that people would definitely recognize, maybe even outside of the scene. So we have to choose Uh two bands each that we don't believe have ever released a quote-unquote masterpiece album. Yes, which was not easy for me to do. And should I explain a little bit of what I think a masterpiece is? Yeah. Yeah. So, for me, a masterpiece is when pretty much, you know, besides an intro track or something, pretty much from front to back, you can listen to it over and over again and you like every single song. That's the way I think mm-hmm. of a masterpiece. Do you have a different definition?
2: Um, it's pretty much the same thing. I mean, we all know there's certain bands that have just standout albums that you can, like, you recognize the artwork from. You recognize, you know, exactly what album that came from. And, what phase you were going through at the time. I'd look back at like Chiodos, for example. They have, I would say, one masterpiece, but the others are damn good.
0: All right. Well, look, I think this is a tricky question. So let's get to it. And Dave, why don't you tell me your first band?
2: My first band is Hands Like Houses. Okay. I believe if I heard one of their songs, I couldn't tell you what album it was off of, and I couldn't sing along with it. I might recognize it, But it wouldn't be something. And I've listened to them. I have have all their albums on my phone. So when it comes up, I can't tell you what album. And I can't tell you what year. I can't tell you anything about it other than this is a Hand Like Houses song.
0: So I can understand that for sure. I also wouldn't say, at least for me, that they have any masterpiece albums. But no, I also wouldn't call them a huge band in the scene either.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're not huge. But I would say they headline more than I think they should. All right. Especially on Warped. They're usually a hyped-up band.
0: True, true. So what's your first band for me? My first band is Dance Gavin Dance. Okay. It's almost the same as Hands Like Houses. Okay, yeah. I think they should be headlining. That's maybe the difference Uh there. Dance Gavin Dance are extremely talented, and I would never take anything away from them. But for me, a lot of their stuff blends. And it would be much harder for me to tell one track from this one or one track from that one and there's definitely not an album where i would listen front to back and say yeah. bam masterpiece super talented band yeah you know what i mean
2: i mean that doesn't take away from the band i mean right i don't enjoy hands like houses but i enjoy dancing heaven dance and if i told if someone asked me hey what album should i listen to i would tell i would tell them well there's three different lead singers so it depends what what sound you like the most." They right. change so much over time. And they all their albums for me are like an 8 or a 9 out of 10. But there's none that really like put a really big stamp on the scene they're in. Gotcha.
0: What do you got for your second band?
2: Oh, gosh. I feel like this one <laughs> might really
0: ruffle some
3: feathers. Yeah.
2: I also dislike this band. <laughs> so mine is somewhat biased. And I understand that. But like I said, they have a good song. So you have to look past that. It is Memphis Mayfire motherfucker i have that (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's all right you you know what i'm saying now though right with like they have the center you know
0: yeah no Everyone goes
2: back to that album like then what else is on that album and they can't tell me
0: right i think they are a talented band but i think we've actually talked about on the show multiple times marty is a great vocalist but the topics of the songs are mostly about him And it's very hard to go through everything front to back and say, I'm going to continually listen to this over and over again.
2: The recent stuff I actually just dislike, but there there was an album, I think The Challenger was my favorite. And I still can't tell you, in my head right now, I can't tell you a standout track. I can tell you that the entire album was okay. It it just wasn't like a a staple or a good stamp in the scene. So Memphis is my band that I would choose and yours. (laughs) Well, I would say that's definitely one we could come together on. So that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. We both come that together.
0: Band. Right <laughs> Or whatever. All right. So I had a feeling like something like that might happen. So wow. I actually chose some other bands as well. Okay. So I actually started by saying, okay, what are the biggest bands in the scene? Okay. And for me, I think A Day to Remember, Bring Me the Horizon. Bands like that, right? Yeah. Both of those have multiple masterpiece albums in my opinion or at least one yeah. so at they're obviously one, yeah. yeah they're obviously not on the list i'm not gonna i mean people would crucify me for saying things oh. like that <laughs> but so i went back and i'm still looking for huge bands and i stumble upon Avenged sevenfold Ooh. now for me yeah. i would go absolutely no masterpiece until i checked out waking the fallen again and i was like holy shit this album's so fucking good i would probably call that a masterpiece Okay. So I'm yeah. not going to put them on the list either. But here we go. This is what I've got as side ones. we got Paramore.
2: Mm. I wouldn't argue it, but I know people would.
0: Oh, of course. And that's kind of what I'm going for right now is I'm sure people will have something to say about it. But when I look at All We Know Is Falling, that's a good album. That's their first album. Yeah. But that's not yeah. a masterpiece album. And then the rest of the... I mean, Riot was a good follow-up for people that like pop. But that's not a good yeah. album, in my opinion. There's a couple tracks on there that I can tolerate, but the rest of their discography is garbage. Yeah. So for me, yeah, okay. All We Know Is Falling has some good stuff on it, but I wouldn't listen to that front to back.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. I don't really care for Paramore, but I know if I hear a song other than they're like, they usually have two popular songs off every album. If they play me another one, I'll tell you what am I listening to.
0: Right. <laughs> Next one up. I have August Burns Red.
2: Oh, that one was one of my third.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And once again, not because they're untalented. I've listened to everything they have, but a lot of it blends together. And I don't really have something where I'm like, okay, I can listen to this front to back and love every song. I could not tell you the name of a track from August Burns Red.
2: Yeah, I couldn't either.
0: But once again, a very, very big band. The next one I have, and this one might piss people off too, Panic at the Disco. Whew. Yep.
2: No. I'm not even kidding. I was going to ask you at the end of this so what what band do you think had like the number one like stand out like stamp on our music like front their album that was just there and I would have picked Panic. Well, would, I'm assuming
0: would... you were going to have a fever you can't sweat out, right? Yes. Yes. That one has an intro, which is whatever. So I'm not, yeah. you know, disqualifying them. But I do not think there's a good reason is a good song. <laughs> Okay. I like every other song except for that one, so I can't give it a masterpiece. And then the rest of their shit is garbage. <laughs> I don't like anything uh, from Panic at the Disco yeah. after that album.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, and I know
0: people will be pissed. I think he's super talented, but that is not the same band. That is a pop band that does whatever he wants to do, and that's fine. But they are yeah. not my band.
2: Here's one I I was quite had a question mark beside it, and this one might ruffle the most. Ooh,
0: was. go ahead. Now, we're talking about
2: masterpiece albums, remember, you know, so front to back.
0: Yep. Blink-182. Dude Ranch is a masterpiece.
2: You think so? I don't
0: know. Are you just not counting the skits? Is that what you're talking about?
2: Yeah, the skits are stupid. Um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But musically, that album is a masterpiece, for me anyways. Okay. I'm not saying, you know, the next one or anything. I'm saying Dude Ranch.
2: That would be yours. I think but that's mine. If yeah. I had to pick one, it was the follow up to that.
0: Which was a good album. There's no doubt yeah. about it. I mean, I love that album, but Dude Ranch is what got me into pop punk, probably. So yeah. that's what and I And this
2: question is like, entirely on personal opinion. Which is so. why we're doing it, right?
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I have one more, and then we'll do your question that you were talking about, right? Okay. All right. So last one is of Mice and Men. Mm, yeah. <laughs> You think so? That's a direct shot at you, Dave. Oh. I like them, but yeah. I don't think, honestly, I don't think that they have a masterpiece. I really love The Flood, and I know you yeah. think that's a masterpiece. I don't. And I think their first album was good, but I wouldn't listen to that front to back. And I think that's where it still goes from is I think there are great tracks that they have. And uh-huh. then I just don't think that there's any, I mean, we all know Cold World is a masterpiece, but oh, that is everything masterpiece. before that is garbage. So. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. So, what would you say? What should everyone just follow? You know, what is that top dog in the scene?
0: You know what? I think I would have to say, gossip. Yes, (laughs) obviously. Man, you (laughs) took it up, man. I wanted to really drop the bomb with that one, and it's such the easy answer. I was trying to lead up to it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was freaking
0: coming, and it
2: will. It might change your mind here in a couple weeks. I think they used. Mike having an album coming out, so
0: are they really? yeah, the used album. That's going to be your new go-to, I think. We'll see. We will see. But I would say, <laughs> honestly, an honest answer to that question, I would say "The Black Parade" by My Chemical Romance. Okay. I All think right. out of everything, that. yeah, that would be. I mean, look, I love every single thing that My Chemical Romance does, but I think mm-hmm. at in general, in the scene, that's the one that I think most people can point to and say. There is not a bad song on that album. And I would honestly point to, a, I would point to a couple of the used albums. I love their first. I love their self-titled. Yeah, That's a masterpiece to uh, me.
2: My number one, I, uh, I think, was on your list of uh, letdowns, really, would be <laughs> the, uh,
0: it have to be
2: the Panic album.
0: And by the way, it's not a letdown. It's just, I hate that song <laughs> for some reason. Right. I don't know why. I just do.
2: I would say Panic is my, my go-to.
0: It's not a bad one. It's certainly not. Yeah. Maybe I also I hold my Chemical Romance up to a higher level because they made so much good music, and in my opinion, Panic made one good album. Mm, I forgot about Hawthorne Heights. Shit. Mm, now i have got me thinking. Black and white. You think that's yeah. their? I would consider that a masterpiece, but I don't yeah, know if a masterpiece. I don't know if people would single that out though in the scene as the greatest.
2: No, because everyone knows. Two songs off of it, but yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I almost started singing Nikki FM just because. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well look, I think we dissected the scene plenty
2: <laughs> in that. Yeah.
0: So Chris, thank you very much for the question. And remember, anyone, if you have any questions for hate mail, you can get in contact with me or Dave. You can go to Facebook.com slash IanHates. You can message me there. You can post there. Twitter, and Instagram are at IanHatesPodcast, and then you can always email IanHates at gmail.com.
2: Yeah, and I'm curious to know what Chris's answers were, too.
0: So maybe you can email a follow-up question and also have the answers. I think he loves Broken Side. (laughs) Skip the foreplay. And I think you probably stole his answer with gossip.
2: Yep. Damn.
0: (laughs) All right, man. So, we're going to retool in loving memory, and we're going to do it monthly instead of weekly for right now. So, we'll go back to our weekly staple, which is Breakdown from the Past. Dave, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, Dave. It is Breakdown from the Past time. What do you got?
2: All right. I have a band from Minneapolis, Minnesota.
0: Up, oh, nope, not called... going to
2: do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Minneapolis.
0: <laughs> Lights out dancing? I have never heard of them.
2: They are a typical band you would hear in 2007. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're familiar with like bands. Remember like The Armada? Arm the Armada? No, the, a band that used to be called The Armada.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I also know an Arm the Armada <laughs> too. I think similar. Okay. Gotcha.
2: In that phase of like pop punkish or whatever it was, emo music. Sure. Yeah. I listen to this all the time. Um, This band all the time from 2007. They had a release. 2009 had a release. have gone silent since. You can find their music on most um, platforms. So be sure to check them out. And you said you have not heard of this band.
0: I have not heard of this band. I am excited.
2: All right. I don't want to get you too pumped on this one. I just <laughs> more nostalgia for me running on this one. Gotcha. Um, let's play I'm calming down by lights out
1: dancing.
0: You got it. It's Dave, why did you trick me and make me play (laughs) Seaway? You fell for it? I did. I didn't know this was Seaway's old name. Fuck. (laughs) Now, it wasn't terrible, but I did hear a lot of storytelling poppy punk, you know?
2: Yeah, it was. Poppy punk,
0: pop, pop. Say poppy punk multiple, multiple times. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, not a bad choice. I might go back and listen to more and see if it attaches a little bit, but... Yeah. I don't know.
2: I Can Feel It is another song title. That would be a good one to go back on. but
0: That's always good. So what do you have for me? So for you, I have a band called A Change of Pace, and I know you've heard of them.
2: Oh, yeah. It was actually a contender for one of my graduation songs.
0: Wait, you didn't use graduation song from Vitamin C? Uh,
2: <laughs> It also was on the list. <laughs> but no, I don't think that was it either.
0: Someone send in a question of what your graduation song was. <laughs> oh fuck this is a band that used to tour around with Greeley Estates friend of the show Greeley Estates actually and they were like a post hardcore band that kind of made its way in alternative rock and pop punk by the end of their career I would say they did a vocalist switch at one point as well they're one of those bands that we probably could have done in loving memory too because they actually yeah. started off more in the style that I like, and then kind of transferred, but it wasn't like it was bad, it just wasn't what they started with.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can hear that.
0: And they actually broke up twice hmm. and they got together for a couple reunion shows, like I think it was like last year, but they did them all in Arizona and California. So I didn't have a chance to go, I yeah. definitely would have tried for sure. But they had three studio albums and they had I think it's four EPs, if I'm not mistaken. And really, the album that I love is an offer you can't refuse that came out in 2005.
2: That'd be my favorite too, I think.
0: And probably most people's favorites. Yep. So let's get a feel for this band, and I'm going to play Loose Lips Sink Ships. All right, man. There we go. A change of pace. One of my old favorites. Yeah, it's probably about time they made it on the show. Yep. (laughs) I think we are all set with Breakdown from the Past, and that also means we are all set with the show. Crazy. Yeah. This might be one of our shortest shows ever.
2: Uh, Yes, it's been my shortest, definitely.
0: On that note, let's end the show. All right, Dave. It is time to end the show, so do that thing you do.
2: Everyone like, subscribe, tell a friend, attack me for my Memphis May Fire <laughs> question. I would also like Chris to email in what he what his uh, picks were besides gossip and broken side. Uh, <laughs> and skip the um, foreplay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, send in more questions. Those are always pretty fun. Get a good uh, conversation going on here. So that's it. I mean, what do you have for him?
0: Really, it's the same stuff we talked about before. So... Maybe if you already listened at the beginning, you know, maybe that's for people more that don't make it to the end of the show. But make sure to go to Facebook, give us a like there. I've seen more people interacting there. So that's great. Let's keep it going. That is probably the most popular way in normal situations to get a lot of the stuff for the show. So go to facebook.com slash IanHates, give us a like, give us a follow, go to Twitter and Instagram. At Ian Hates Podcast. You get all the news there as well. And then obviously you can email me, IanHates at gmail.com. Go support the bands and listen to Ian Hates Conversations. We've got the Ian Hates movies with Grace Sorensen of Charlatan, plus the brand new Ian Hates Conversations with returning friend of the show, Adam Clark of Rarity. Make sure to check that out. Plus, I still have returning friend of the show. Austin O'Brien of Ghost Key that hopefully will be out by the time this episode is out.
2: Yep, that'll be a really good one to listen to. I'm a fan of both of those bands. so
0: Good, I am glad to hear that. And then also, I have a ton more that I have recorded that I can't wait to share with everyone. I just can't put them out yet.
2: <laughs> like I said, he isn't telling me either, so don't, <laughs> don't come asking me.
0: It's true, I gotta keep this close to the rest. But now, Dave... That we are all set with the show. We want to once again talk about Soft Spoken. I talked about their EP Pathways with, I think it was Jackson, if I'm not mistaken. Uh And we both really enjoyed that EP. So this is very cool that they got the new track. Hopefully that means a new EP or a new full length. I'm assuming it will be sometime in 2018. But they are going to be doing this release of their brand new single, Begin Again. On November 3rd. So the next couple of weeks leading up to that. We'll play more of the track for everyone. To kind of get the hype going.
2: Yeah I, I would agree with. Uh, I love their previous the EP that came out. Um, I still have that one. And I listen to it actually frequently.
0: Oh nice good. Yeah it's good stuff. And this is I believe on the right track for them as well. Because I very much enjoy this new track.
2: Yeah you can hear progression. Which is always a good thing.
0: For sure. So how about we leave everyone with Begin Again. But before that, Dave, do you have any final words for everyone
2: So don't be a dick I think I'm gonna go with don't be a douche <laughs> okay I'm gonna go with that one Is that time. directed
0: at me <laughs> and I will leave you the way I always do long days and pleasant nights thanks everyone